What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Boy, I see you, Javante. Got, got the big shine. Proudly repping the D, the Detroit Lions. This is one of those that you sing with your whole heart. Yeah, for sure. When the chorus It's been a long time since Lions fans been able to hold their head up this high. <laughs> long damn time. I'm so happy for them. Yeah, I'm they so happy for, for Javante and his people. That's right. Shout out to them. Well, you know what's interesting? Something about Javante, and it is on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. We welcome back Upside, the power to earn more with Upside, Upside.com and the app to get that cash back. Bringing us this hour, the 7 a.m. Eastern hour of Unsportsmanlike. So, producer Javante from Michigan, Lions fans, went to the University of Michigan. Nuno, sorry, our lead producer Nuno in a break said to him, Hey, Javante, you must be loving this as a Michigan State fan. Javante said, You know, I went to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he's not loving that his yeah. school is under investigation right now. But he is sure. loving that they do play Little Brother this weekend in East Lansing. Because that's well, a, they can go ahead and count that as a dub. That's going to be a win. Well, you know, I was out there a couple of weeks ago working for Harbaugh, looking at all the signs. And, oh, uh, you were? Yeah, you yeah, were doing yeah. that? Yeah, I was actually the guy. Oh, as a Patriots guy. That's yeah. so, surprising. So, so, Smalls, sorry, what? What that, so Smalls, what that means is we should be worried about Michigan. Upset alert for the Yeah, Michigan correct. Yeah. Correct, yes. If, Evan, if, if Evan's, Evan's on the case. If Evan's the one doing it, yeah, right. that's not I'm not like, hey, the backup quarterback's really good looking, actually. You should think about him for a little bit. Um, <laughs> he looks like Jimmy G. Uh, Great hair. Which one? Jimmy I'm saying G? that's your oh. scouting report. Oh, great, yeah, hair. great hair. <laughs> like, great hair. Dra- draft Justin Herbert one. Great what, hair. What is happening right now? How did we it's get Friday. here, Smalls? It's How loose. did we get here? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of great hair, Trevor Lawrence last night with another good performance. He is awesome. The theme today around that game, the Jaguars win last night over the Saints, 31-24, is the number two. Why do we bring this up? CC has said today and will continue to say that he believes the Jacksonville Jaguars could be the second best team in the AFC behind, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. I have said that I think that Trevor Lawrence, next five years, if you're going to redraft quarterbacks, you may take him number two behind Patrick Mahomes. The other number two with this game is the other team, CC, and that if the Saints, after their loss last night, are three and four, if they see the Bucks beat the Falcons this weekend, they're already two games back in an NFC South that everyone thought, hey, it should be easy for you guys to win since you got Derek Carr. And wrong answer, Saints are in trouble. Yeah, the Saints are in trouble. And that's the thing that's so surprising about watching that game last night because the Jags did everything they could to keep the Saints in that game. All you got to do is look at the first quarter. You had to fumble by Christian Kirk, and that was a heads-up play by the DB to tackle Christian Kirk and not let him jump back on that fumble. They got the ball. The defense of the Jags forces a three and out. They punt the ball back to the Jags. The Jags' own guy runs into the punt returner when he's waving for a fair catch, forces a number fumble. Defense holds him to three. But that was emblematic of everything we saw from the coaching decisions to the execution with that Jags team. They were firmly in control of that game up 24-9 in the third quarter, and they allowed the Saints to get back into it only to rip their hearts out with the Christian Kirk catch and run. I think it was 46 yards at the end and then the goal line stand. So it was a situation last night where – the Jags played with their food, but you can understand how a team that had played three games in 14 days could be a little bit 
sloppy, but they found a way to win on the road with their quarterback banged up. And Smalls, to me, that's the most important part because it displays the character of that football team. And that's why I believe in the trajectory of this Jaguars team. They might not be the second-best team in the primary challenger for the Kansas City Chiefs today, Mm -hmm. but by the time we get to the playoffs, I think they have the potential to grow into that. You mentioned all the football they've played in a condensed period of time, and you mentioned the two fumbles last night versus the Saints. That's the one thing with the Jags that is just a little bit of a concern for me. They've turned the ball over five times in three games. So That's a problem. if they, and, you know, a better opponent than the Saints is going to take advantage of that, is going to exploit the the gifts that Jacksonville was giving them last night. But here's the counter to that: they have the number one defense in takeaways. Like, they're, they're generating takeaways at a high clip. They got 16 takeaways on the season. They, that's they that's a lot of extra pos- That's yes, a lot of want. extra possessions for your offense. And, and to me, that's the most important thing, right? They're top 10 in defensive EPA. They're top 10 in scoring offense. And you got a quarterback that you can believe in. A quarterback who we saw his character on display in the postseason last year down, what, 27 to 3? against the L.A. Chargers in the first half, and he throws, what, three interceptions? Comes back in the second half and finds a way to win a football game. Goes into Arrowhead and makes it a fourth-quarter game down there with against the Chiefs. Like, we've seen Trevor Lawrence have moments. and It got off to a little bit of a shaky start with, with the one and two, you know, the two early losses to the Chiefs and the Texans. But this team has found its footing. They're finding their groove. They've got a quarterback that we all believe in, and they've got a head coach that's won a title. I believe in what the Jacksonville Jaguars can be. I really do, Ev. I do, too, and I love their quarterback. I just I love watching him play. I love the way he just slings the ball. He throws it 800 miles per hour, but he throws it accurately, <laughs> and he can move. Even with he an was their leading last rusher last yeah, night. Even yeah. with an injury. By the way, you mentioned defensive EPA. Before we get to the Lions and Ravens here, what does that mean? Defensive Expected points added. So, so how, how does that work exactly? Well, just the impact on the odds of your team being able to win a game. So the expected points added with your defense as opposed to the normal baseline defense in the NFL. Got it. So okay. it's, 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 an, it's an analytic formula to, to tell us whether or not a team is playing good defense. Got it. Yeah. So they, they fall into that category of, of a great defense. They, a, a really good defense. I mean, they're a top 10 defense. Yeah. Based on the EPA. Top 10 top. defense with a franchise quarterback and a Super Bowl winning head coach. Good formula. That's, That's a, a great I formula. Mean, think about it. Don't even don't even use names. Let's do this again. Top ten defense, franchise quarterback, Super Bowl winning coach. And you haven't even mentioned the weapons they have on offense. Right. Either. And that is why the Jacksonville Jaguars need to be taken seriously. It is weird. Transition here, ladies and gentlemen. It's weird to think that the Jaguars and the Lions, in name, <laughs> both need to be taken seriously, yeah. but they do. And when you look at the games this weekend, the Eagles, Dolphins, Sunday Night Football, we are crowning. That's the best game. That is the biggest game with the most upside. Thank you, upside. Uh, this weekend, but next in line may be this game between Detroit and Baltimore. That Detroit and Baltimore, both very good teams. I have said this week that I believe it's Jared Goff's MVP to lose. I don't believe he's the front runner right now. I believe by the schedule that we have seen, or we will see with that NFC North the rest of the season, that he can beat up on them and they could be really good. But if you had to pick one team right now to go to the Super Bowl, I'm going to tell you that we're going to see a Super Bowl team out of this game, Detroit and Baltimore this weekend. Which team's going to the Super Bowl? Ooh, I got to agree with Q. We had Anquan Bolden on the show yesterday, and and, I, and I've got to say it's probably going to be the Detroit Lions just because I don't think there's as much competition in the NFC. There are two, maybe three other teams in the NFC that we're taking seriously, the 49ers, the Eagles, and maybe the Dallas Cowboys, if you look at them under club lighting. You know what I'm saying, Smalls? If you, if you squint a little ball. bit, maybe they look like a contender. Yeah. But, I mean, that's it. That's the list. And of all of those teams, who has the easiest path to the postseason? 
the Detroit Lions. They play in the NFC North. Yes. There's nobody that's going to challenge them. Not the Packers, not the Vikings, and certainly not the Bears. So when you look at how they're playing and when you look at what their offense is doing, the balance that they have, not only do they have a top 10 offense, but their offense is also top 10 in passing and top 10 in rushing. So they've got great balance. They've got a quarterback that's top five in pretty much every major category, every major metric that we use to measure quarterbacks. And you've got a defense that's opportunistic, that makes plays, and that can rush the passer. They have all of the elements that you're looking for. The only reason that we don't buy into them is because of it's Detroit. It, of it's, it's, it's been three decades of futility. You're talking about them you know, not winning the division since it was named the NFC North. The last time they won the division, it was the NFC Central. So that's why we don't buy into the Detroit Lions. But we should because this is a new era. This is the Dan Campbell era. And I know that in the beginning we thought that it might just be a little bit of a bit that he was doing. This is who he is. I mean, you played with him, CC. you yep. know. But when you watch the Detroit Lions play, everything that they say about themselves, they put into action on the field. They're, mm-hmm. they're constantly physical. They, they are a team that's going to go out there and compete from the beginning until the end. And I also just – I look at – what they say, they have a little swagger about themselves. You know, yep. like when Jared Goff talks about the Lions, he you can tell that he hears people say, oh, it's Detroit, kind of dismissive. He knows that people kind of wrote him off. And they have a little chip on their shoulder, which I like. But I'm with you. It's got to be the Lions because the NFC is just not as stacked as the AFC. Even though you love what the Ravens are doing, when you throw Miami and that offense into the mix, the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow who are rounding into yeah. form, of course, Kansas City, Jacksonville, who we just said yeah. is a force to be reckoned with. I just like my chances coming out of the AFC much or NFC excuse me much better than the AFC it's funny sometimes when you look at sports and then you rewind 10 years ago what if I told you these two teams could end up in a final round right we could do it in basketball there was a time where the Warriors and the Cavs were not very exciting and then they went to four straight finals against each other Mm -hmm. if I told you right now the Lions and the Jaguars were in the Super Bowl imagine if I said that to you a decade ago Right now, as we sit here, it's not that ridiculous that we could see those teams make it to a Super Bowl. The Lions and the Jaguars. But in name, you're rolling your eyes. Wow, I I can't believe we're here, but we are. Right? I mean, you're saying, okay, the Lions and the Ravens this weekend is a huge game. We're coming off the Jaguars last night, and that... I don't want to say it's it's great that they won. It wasn't necessarily a great win, because the the, the Saints aren't that good. I agree. But those are two legit Super Bowl contenders. They are. (laughs) And the think o- about the, that the only the, re- the only reason the why we we have caused the pause is because of their pedigree. That's there, what I'm there's, saying. There's yeah. nothing based on what we've seen on the field through the first six or seven weeks of the NFL season that would say that those teams can't win a championship. Now, I will push back with the Jags and say they still got to get through that machine that is the Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Correct. Mahomes, Andy Reid. What's understood ain't got to be said. But when we look at the Detroit Lions, week to week, the consistency that we've seen from this team they're trustworthy. We can. Be, it's okay. The Detroit Lions have told us through the first third of the season, you can trust us. This is not an outlier. We already beat two division leaders on the road, and this is our third opportunity to be able to prove that again with the Baltimore Ravens. What more do we have to see from Detroit? What, I think the biggest hang-up that we have is how we got here, the Dan Campbell press conference, Jared Goff being jettisoned from the L.A. Rams, and this being a band of misfits, so to speak. That's why we don't want to trust Detroit. But in terms of what we're seeing on the field, the hustle plays that they make, like Craig Riddles on the Amon Ra St. Brown catch and run for a touchdown last week down in Tampa. Those little hustle plays, those plays within the margins of the game, Detroit is always on the winning side of them. This team is 
fourth in points off of turnovers this year. They're opportunistic. They take advantage of all the mistakes you make, and they don't make a whole lot of mistakes themselves. They make themselves really tough to beat. That's something, as a Patriots fan, you saw play out over the course of two decades, and you guys going to nine Super Bowls and winning six of them. You make yourself tough to beat. You're not penalized. You're physically tough, and you make heads-up plays on the football field. You're going to win a lot of games in this league, and that's where the Detroit Lions are. But do you think their fan base is really feeling like they can trust them? Even they've given them every reason to trust this. No, team. not the fans. Not the fans. Well, but you not, think not, Lions not, fans, not fans are, fans, are still no. holding their breath? No, here's, no. here's what they are. No. Here's what they are. No. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you what they are. They're the kid you grew up with. And you're like, that kid used to steal candy out of the local convenience store. That kid got in fights all the time. That kid got kicked out of class all the time. And now they're a doctor. And you're like, can I really go to the doctor if Evan Cohen is the doctor when he's the guy that got kicked out of fifth grade? He's the guy that stole the candy from the convenience store. He's a different guy now than he was in fifth grade. That's what the Lions are. We remember the winless Lions. We remember when the yeah. bags are over the head, the fans, and they're, they're not the kid that stole the candy out of the convenience store. They're the doctor now. They're going to perform the surgery. We can't look at it based on laundry and history. We have to look at the now with the, with the Lions. And right now, they have a big game against the Ravens this weekend. They have a lot of upside coming up this weekend, as do the Ravens, because that's a great win for them. Yeah. If they're to beat the Lions this weekend, tons of upside, like the Upside app. If you want to earn enough cash to see your team play, like Baltimore or Detroit, Without having to pick up a side gig, you need Upside. Upside is a free app that gets you cash back on gas, groceries, dining, and more. So you can earn real cash just for stocking up on the essentials you need. Filling up your tank to go to your tailgate? Earn an average of $0.11 per gallon with Upside. If you're stocking up for a watch party, get an average of 7% back on groceries. If you're picking up a pizza, yes, please. Upside earns you an average of 10% back at restaurants. These earnings add up quickly. Frequent Upside users earn an average of $340 each year, and that's real cash back when you cash out directly at your bank account, PayPal, or redeem as a gift card to spots like Amazon, Walmart, and more. Download the Upside app to join the five million Americans who have already earned over $500 million in cash back. Use the promo code FOOTBALL when you download Upside for an extra $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's promo code FOOTBALL. Download the free Upside app today with Upside. We are on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Progressive Insurance Loan, Michelle Small and Chris Canty. Evan Cohen with you, joined in studio by ESPN NFL reporter Dan Graziano. Let's start with where you were this week. You went to all the meetings, all the business meetings, Dan, yeah, this did. week. That was this week. Wait, yeah. you forgot you went there. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a grind. The season's a grind. I gotta, it's, it's a day at a time, a week at a time. Like I'm, but I was there, Tuesday and Wednesday, yes. Uh, okay. What's the Rubbing number, elbows. What, the, what's the number one thing you learned from there that the fans would care about from the meetings this week with the owners in the league? It wasn't a great one from that standpoint, honestly. I'm, like, I'm trying to think, like... The shows that we were doing all wanted to know what they were talking about with, with the tush push, but, but they weren't talking about that. Mm-hmm. So like that was a little bit tough to uh, – I think uh, – what happened? They extended Goodell's contract. I mean, am I missing something? I'm trying to remember what we reported no, You on. were the one there. <laughs> I know. But it was, all, it was a lot of business stuff. It was a lot of – They were counting know, the billions yes, from Goodell and those TV contracts. on how much money they're making. <laughs> right. And, you know, they just, no, but CC brings <laughs> up a good point. Is that literally what it is, congratulating each other on how rich they are? You know, it's an update on like how you – know, <laughs> what, what a meeting. How the ratings are, you know, health and safety issues, like what – you know, injury rates from the – from the preseason, like real nuts and bolts stuff that they, there wasn't any, I don't think they voted on anything other than Goodell's contract. So yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was a pretty meat and potatoes kind of session. Great. I wish I I had more for you. (laughs) Well, hopefully you you have more on us with uh, what's going on with the Cleveland Browns. There are reports that Deshaun Watson was at practice. Yeah, he's throwing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's a good sign. What what, what do they expect for Deshaun Watson, not only in week seven against the Colts, but moving forward? I think the the, the the key is how does he feel this morning after doing some throwing yesterday? And if the answer is he feels okay, what can he do today? Right, so they're not ready to say, "Oh, he's playing this week." They got to see how the shoulder feels and, and what and how he's throwing uh, over the next couple of days. So we'll know more today, and it's possible, you know, this will go right into the weekend or even up to game time. But the fact, see, he has been doing. My understanding is, over the last couple of weeks, he has been doing some throwing, just not out on the practice field with teammates. So I think it was a step forward yesterday. The question is, how does he feel? Does he feel like he can deliver at the level that that he that he needs to in order for them to be successful? And and a lot of that's going to be determined by what effect yesterday's work had on his shoulder. Dan, I know you have some stuff on Russell Wilson and his situation with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Is there a chance that we could see him get benched? I do think there is. I mean, look, if their season is, is, is over, right, in a couple of weeks here, and they're trading away pieces, he's got, he's got thir- I, uh, top of my head, $37 million coming next year. That's already fully guaranteed. But next March – his 2025 money becomes guaranteed. That's another 39 million. So they don't want to, and and it's injury guaranteed now. So if they were to play him and he suffers a career-ending injury, right, they could be on the hook for, you know, 85 million dollars or something over the next couple of years. So I do think there's a chance. Remember late last year when the Raiders sat Derek Carr down mm-hmm. uh, and played, ironically enough, Jared Stidham, who would be the guy in this situation too. Um, because if he had gotten hurt, they would have been on the hook for some guarantee. So it's a similar kind of thing. So I, I do think it's possible uh, if Sean Payton decides, A, this season's over. B, this is not our guy going forward. Dan, you mentioned the Broncos selling off pieces. Is this weekend's Broncos-Packers game the most consequential game on the slate as it pertains to the trade deadline, the trade ten, deadline? Day, 10 days from now? I think or so. Or is there another game? No, I think so because the Broncos okay. are the team everybody's really looking at um, in terms of, you know, because, again, under new management with Sean Payton. Uh, the record is not saying, hey, we're contenders this year. So maybe he wants to move guys out that aren't part of his long-range plan and start playing some guys that are. So, yeah, if they were to lose to the Packers 
it gets them, you know, e- even more sort of, you know, marks in the column of seller rather than buyer. And, uh, and, and so, yes, I think so. I, I mean, look, even if they win, they could still be sellers at the deadline, right? I mean, yeah. but it, it's all about Peyton and what his long-term vision is for the franchise and who he thinks is a part of that. It's Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you, Dan Graziano joining us here, of course, ESPN NFL reporter. Outside of the Broncos, is there a name, not reporting it, just in your mind as a football uh, fan slash, of course, reporter, is there a name that you're looking at and saying, I wonder if this guy's going to get traded around Yeah, the well, I, Brian Burns from the Panthers, right? Because, like, they're Oof. winless, right? And, and he didn't get the contract he wanted this offseason. And, again, you set this up right. Like, I don't know that they're going to trade right. him. But, no. like, just in terms Curiosity. of looking at it objectively, yeah. if they aren't going to sign him long term, that feels like a guy you could get a lot for. Right, like a like a high end pass rusher in the prime of his career. That yes. everyone's looking for that yes. all the time. So if you're the Panthers and you don't think he's part of your future, then I wonder if if uh, if that's a guy that ends up and talk about a guy that could have an impact, right? But the problem is like the trade deadline's too early. So there are very few teams that are ready to give up on like we were talking in the get up meeting about Devontae Adams. Like they're three and three. Like the worst they're gonna be at the deadline is three and five. Like they can't trade Devontae Adams, like they're still in the playoff hunt. So Carolina winless, Broncos almost winless. I think those are the kinds of teams that we look at. And the Giants, too, but I don't know. You know, I, I Saquon don't, Barkley doesn't yeah. want to get traded. We know that. And uh, I don't know who's trading for him either. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. Dan, uh, the marquee game on the Week 7 slate is obviously the Dolphins paying a visit to the link. Uh, and, and there are a lot of questions from a health standpoint with the Eagles, Lane Johnson and Jalen Carter, chief among them. Do we have any updates on their status? What's the expectation in Philly with those two guys on Sunday night? Carter's been practicing this week, so encouraging sight. Limited each of the last couple days, so so we think there's a decent chance he comes back this week. Also on the defensive side, Darius Slay was full participant last uh, yesterday, so mm-hmm. that's a that's a big one for them too if he's back. Lane Johnson wants to play through a sprained ankle. like He's been able to practice a little bit, so I mean, offensive linemen are weird right like I mean, they, they don't like like they don't like, like somebody has an injury and it sideline sidelines them for two weeks and an offensive lineman has the same injury and it's like no nah, i'm playing so i i think uh they'll assess lane johnson after today after the practice today and see what he's capable of doing but if he intends to play and he's been able to get any work in all week then i think uh, there's a chance Yesterday, Dan, we did our week six check-in, and we kind of took the temperature around the league. One of the questions that we examined is coaches on the hot seat. Mm. Who, which coach right now would you say is on the hottest of seats? Um, hmm. Let's see. I think. I mean, I think the Chargers need to make the playoffs, uh, or else Brandon Staley's a, a name we're going to be talking about. Um, I think. I, I mean, what? I don't think it's out of the question that if Cleveland's season goes south, that that's a, that's another. I mean, it's so hard to sit here in week seven, right, and, and say these things. Uh, because a, you know, we don't really know what the owners are thinking, and so so it's just situations we're kind of keeping an eye on. Would they make changes in Chicago, right? If they end up having such a bad season that they're picking, you know, first again, you know, and one they, or two, they might they two, might be right? yeah. first with <laughs> right. the fifth. So you know, so th- those are you know those are kinds of three spots that just sort of jump out without kind of looking at the standings and, and and thinking like who else who else could it be? Did I miss anybody obvious? Well, you know, one one name we've brought up and we've focused on here on our show is Frank Reich. Yep. Just he because – there. Right. But when you publicly call out the owner of the team, like he kind of – it could be That's taken that way. Yeah. Right? And Tepper allegedly is 
intense, right? He is. And he may not like that. So we've kind of put him on there. And I think any coach that theoretically goes 1-16 and 16, or maybe possibly 0-17 oh, yeah. is automatically on the hot seat, I, I think. I would think they ought to be, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know if they're headed that way or not. I think they'll play better. I think the young quarterback will play better. But, you know, one of the I, – I think I, I would be surprised if that went south to that extent um, in Carolina. But, yeah, I mean, if they don't win any – if they literally don't win any games, which they haven't yet, of course it, it'll come up. And the other one that I, I just thought of as we were talking was, was uh, Washington and Ron Rivera. Yeah, Is that good a, one. New ownership, right? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. That, that could be a situation where they want to make a change if the season doesn't go well. Dan, quickly, we'll finish with this. One of the things that we've focused on is we're waiting for the next shoe to drop in a good way with the Niners. They have more cap space than anybody else in the league, and they're arguably the best team in the league. Do you expect them to use that cap space this year? No, because that I mean, look, I, I, you can't rule them out, right? Like yeah. a year ago today, they made an aggressive move and got Christian McCaffrey, right? So if there's something like that out there and it makes sense for them, um, maybe. But they do not have a good cap situation next year. Uh, they have guys that they probably are going to need to extend, right? Like the Brandon Ayukes yeah. and uh, Hufanga, the safety, yeah. like, like guys like that. Yeah. Uh, and you can roll over cap space from one year to the next. So they may be looking at this year's cap space as next year's cap space. The placeholder for next right. year. Right. So, yeah. again, everything is, is circumstantial. Like, if there's something, if there's a move out there that they feel like this makes us the Super Bowl champion this year, they'll look at it. The Rams did this a couple of years ago, right? Bringing in Von Miller midseason and yep. Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. So the Niners would think along those lines. But. First of all, I think they're pretty happy with their roster. <laughs> so I don't think they're necessarily out there looking for it. And second of all, they do have some long-range concerns that that cap space could help address. Awesome job as always, Dan. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Dan Graziano, of course, ESPN NFL reporter coming up. Which matchup this weekend is the most upside? We'll get to that next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can watch us on ESPN, I feel too. like I should have an afro with some bell-bottoms listening to this music, huh? Yeah, my hair's feathered right now. Hey, hey. There's some upside hey, right there. Hey, CC hey, and Smalls dancing. We need a disco ball to come down from the ceiling. <laughs> All right, here's what we got. What's up? Here's what we got. We got this weekend's top money matchups brought to you by Upside. Upside earns you real cash back on essentials so you can win even when your team doesn't. Each of us are going to pick a matchup this re- this weekend. Give a reason or a few reasons as to why we think this one has the most upside this weekend. So now let me ask a question. I always like to establish the rules and regulations on the air. Mm. Are we taking out the Eagles and the Dolphins from this? 
Because yes, is that we have too to, obvious? We have to, yeah. We yeah, that's not what that I chose. Yeah. Right, that's those are not the storylines the... with that. College teammates, Tua and Jalen yeah, Hurts, yeah. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. both teams looking at it as a title Super contender. Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Preview kind of thing. The whole yeah. point of the Upside app is that it gets you cash back on the things you don't expect to get yeah, cash that's back a ca- on. Yeah, that's a Captain Obvious one, right? Right, okay. Yeah. So here we go. Smalls, kick us off. The Upside game this weekend that you are looking at. So the one that I'm looking at, guys, is Chargers and Chiefs. We rightfully gave Justin Herbert a little bit of a hard time coming off that 20 to 17 loss to the Dallas Cowboys. And this is a great chance for Justin Herbert to shine. When I think about individual upside, who has really more upside than Justin Herbert? You you miss some critical throws in that game. You go into Arrowhead. You outplay Mahomes. A big statement division win. I think this is a massive, massive opportunity for Justin Herbert. A lot of upside. Okay. I, I think you've got to make a, a statement right now. Okay. You have now brought this up multiple times. Mm-hmm. Pick the Chargers. Go ahead. I think you're tempted to pick the Chargers. Are you going to do it? No, I'm not going to do it. But, but we're talking about this. upside. I know, we're talking but I about think you want. Come here. on, Smalls. We have a bad take jar right here. Go on the no, air no, no, and no. pick the Chargers. I will not because this is the whole point of upside, right? Like, you're not supposed to win that game. But this is an opportunity for you to establish yourself as the guy that's worth all that money, as a guy that's worthy of all the praise that we've given you. And take take that next step. What's a better opportunity than going into Arrowhead and beating the guy and Patrick Mahomes. Tremendous upside. Tremendous upside. I think you want to pick the Chargers. I really do not. <laughs> CC, <laughs> what do you got? I'm going to go to the game? college ranks. I'm going to go to Michigan, visiting little brother Michigan State in East Lansing with all the controversy around Jim Harbaugh and with Michigan State not winning a game since Mel Tucker was suspended and fired by Michigan State. I'm rolling with the Wolverines in a big way. I know it's a 24-point spread. But I would lay the 24 and sleep like a baby at night. I don't think this game is close. You're talking about a Michigan defense that's allowing less than a touchdown per game on average. It is incredible. Blake Corum, who leads the NCAA in rushing touchdowns, he's got 12 on the season, and J.J. McCarthy, who's poised to be a first-round draft pick in the NFL, I think they are going to boat race Michigan State. Why not take this opportunity and make a little extra coin? Because that's the only way that that game is going to be interesting. The Michigan Wolverines are going to beat them pillar to post. So the upside is make some money while you're watching the Michigan Wolverines trounce on little brother. Right now, putting you on the spot after all the allegations around sign stealing, is the upside for Jim Harbaugh more so in college or the pros? Ooh, I'm going to say in college. Why would you ever leave? Why would you ever? Unless they the, force you the, out, the, you're there. Well, you know, I don't think they're going to force. Right, you, I'm this, just this saying is, that hypothetical. Like I understand we're saying that this is a scandal, but based on some of the more prominent coaches that we've had in college football over the last decade and a half, this is on the milder side of scandal. Of Can course. we agree on of that course. one? Let's not let's not go into Urban Meyer at Ohio State. No, we don't have to do that. This is not that. So it's not Hugh Freeze. If you're Jim, just stay put. You've got the program rolling. You beat Ohio State two years running. Probably going to beat them again this year. Why would you ever think about uprooting your family and going to the NFL? Because the landscape of college football has changed so drastically. We're hearing coaches complain about things left and right. Their jobs have become exponentially harder because of transfer porter, NIL. I mean, I know the NFL is not easy, so I don't want to categorize it that way. But doesn't it seem like it would be an easier job to be an NFL head coach right now than a college football coach? Yeah, I mean, there's probably less heavy lifting when it comes to personnel, but if you're Jim Harbaugh, you really worried about NIL impacting your program? You got a bigger bag than everybody not named Texas. Why would you ever worry about NIL money if you're Jim Harbaugh? Smalls, it's such an interesting question you ask. Is it an easier job? I look at it as almost a different profession. 
what a college coach has to worry about versus what an NFL head coach has yeah. to worry about. I know this sounds ridiculous because they're both football coaches. I think it's a completely different profession. I really – I don't think it's it, – the similarities are only during the four quarters. I think after that, there's not – like the amount of limitations in college on practice time and studying and NIL and this, that, the other thing. All right, here we go. My upside game this weekend. Uh, I need both of your help on this. Is the NFC West over? San Francisco's going to win the division? Yes. Done. Over. Yes. Yes, but okay. I'm not saying it's over. Is the NFC North over? Yes. yes. Okay, the Lions. Is the NFC East over? Eagles? No. Okay, no. no. All right. Is the AFC West over? Yes. Okay. Is the AFC South with the Jaguars win last night now over? Yes. Okay. Probably. Now, I'm not going to ask about the AFC North and East because I know it's not over, obviously. Yeah. All right. My upside game is, could I ask that question on Monday about the NFC South, as crazy as this sounds, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Atlanta Falcons, and I ask, is this division over? Talk about an upside game. (laughs) I can't believe I'm asking this. Could the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus this man, TB12, wearing the shirt today. Shout out, Tom. I see you. Could they actually finish off this division this weekend? I stopped short of saying yes just because of the idea of the Baker Mayfield-led Bucks having the division wrapped up before Halloween. I, I, it just doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth, so I'm going to say no. But you put the question mark at the end. I, exactly. I'm not saying it with my chest. I don't feel great about it, Smalls. I, I, I guess, is it over? No, but, but the fat lady is warming up her voice because it's, it's getting closer to being a rap. She's doing her pre-song exercises. Yeah, the do do me Thank yeah. you. I was trying to say yeah, pre-game routine, but it's not a pre-game. It feels like a pre-game routine. Yeah, it feels routine, like a pre-game. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I can go there yet, though. Like, I'm, with, I'm with you, Smalls. But even, still, but even the way you both answer the question, though. to where I can't go there just yet. But the way you both answer the question, Smalls, with the kind of maybe hypothetically provides it as an up, as an upside but, game. But here's but the, the, but here's the thing. If, move, I, if I'm not ready to say they're going to win the division, then who's the other team? There and the other go. team is not the Saints. Is so that means it has to be the Falcons. And do I really believe in Desmond Ritter? Hell no. But do you believe? Hell no. But, but do I believe in Baker? No. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do you it's not a hell no, though. It's not that good. <laughs> so we got Chargers, t- Chiefs. We got Michigan covering the 24 from CC as an upside game. And we got the Bucks potentially putting you know out what? the division. I'm eliminating yeah. the Falcons. Arthur Smith's mustache. I'm eliminating the Falcons. Yep, that's I'm right. going to say it. It's the over. The mustache rule. If they win this weekend yeah. against the Falcons, it's over. The Bucks are going to win the NFC South. And that, my friends, you is upside. It. Brought to you by Upside, the free app that gets Can't you cash back. Can't trust the coach with that kind of mustache. <laughs> Groceries and dining, filling your tank cash back, craving pizza, cash back, stocking up on your tailgate snacks. Of course, lots of cash back. Frequent upside users earn an average of $340 each year. That's enough to go see your favorite team this Sunday. Download the free upside app. Use promo code FOOTBALL for an extra $0.25 per gallon back on your first fill-up. That's promo code FOOTBALL. Download upside today. I'm over it. Next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Last night, where um, the Phillies lost. And let's see if Pat, the producer, Ooh. brings that up. Morning, Pat. I don't appreciate that. You just did that right well, there. I just had to put some context on it. You're a Philly fan. You know, I'm just throwing that out there. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> The first thing I'm over is poorly timed traffic lights. I, how have we not figured this out yet? We have cars that are basically driving themselves at this point, and yet I'm at a traffic light. I go 10 more feet, and I hit another red light. Like, can we figure out the timing of these traffic lights? Oh, interesting. I didn't think you meant it that way. I thought you meant, like, the amount of time you wait at the traffic light, because there's a traffic light in my town that I know when you pull up to it, like, you can put it in park, read a book. It's so long. Oh, I but hate But that's that. one thing I don't understand. There's no traffic coming the other way, so why can't I go? It should be a situation where the sensors work where, hey, if there's no traffic on the road, it should be a green light. Why do I have to wait two minutes at a red light where literally there's nobody else on the damn road? I went pat on this one. There's got to be a better way, a better way to figure out this whole traffic light system because it's a complete joke. Especially yeah, at 5 o'clock in the morning. There's sensors when you walk into a room that the lights come on. There you go. Why are there not sensors like that on traffic lights? Well, as somebody that's first job on the air and radio was as a traffic reporter, oh. I have no answer for you. you I have, have no, no idea. You have no, oh, okay. I did traffic in Madison, Wisconsin. Okay? There is no traffic in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> I, yeah, I could I would that. drive around in a traffic truck and call in reports. <laughs> Miss Johnson made out a left out of her driveway. Back to yeah. you, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, next one. I feel like we should send Javante out to do a traffic report from this. <laughs> uh, people at the the deli meat counter who eat the free samples. What are Ugh. you? Do, what are you doing? Ugh. You're an adult. Grow up. Why you know we... what you know what turkey tastes like. What do you need the free sample for? What? Look, there's ten people behind you. No, no, Can no. we get this moving, please? Sometimes wait, wait it's a, a honey minute. roasted turkey. There could be a different flavor. In wait there. a minute. You know what it tastes like. I, I mean, understand you, that. You've already ordered it before. But who most says likely. no to free food? Yeah, I'm pro sample. Grow up. What do you mean grow up? If I order a pound of turkey at the deli counter and they give me a pound plus a slice, I'll eat the slice. Yeah, but that's a very different thing than having the samples that are out there on the tray. I thought we were were past that with COVID. I I thought that was over with. Oh, no. But that's my point, though. Like, the people that are doing that still, like, it's just like, "Mm, I don't know about that. I'm out on that. Like at the mall? Yeah, like if I order a pound of turkey and they give me the slice just to try it while I'm waiting, cool. Because it's fresh slice. But if it's been sitting out but that's what he's talking cool. about. That's why is, why is that cool. not cool, bro? Because grow up. You know what turkey tastes it's like. Oh, you want the you want the slice? No. Well, let me ask you Put a question. Thing. Let me ask you a question. Let's keep this moving. Okay. Let me you ask you a question. A as a, non, as a non-drinker, a I'm a non. I don't drink. Pat, you do you drink? You, will you have a glass of wine? Yes. Okay. So will you not taste the sip of the glass of wine that the waiter or waitress will pour for you? I don't know where you think I'm going. That's but a great. That's, that's not I, an option. I don't know that. yeah, I don't it's never know. happened in my life. Yeah. <laughs> As I was saying to you guys, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that the same thing? You always have to taste it to make sure you want it. Right. 
So what's the difference? Because I, you know what turkey tastes like. Oh you don't need a slice of turkey. No, but now, by the way, CC brought up a whole other topic, which I'm in on. Like, you know when you would go to a mall in the food court and they have the, per- the person with, like, the bourbon chicken and the two Nah, we don't need to be doing that no right. more. That, I'm out on that. You walk completely, around enough times, complete, you have com- lunch. Complete, yeah. completely Quiznos, out. those little yeah. bites you would get. Oh, I'm Quiznos made. used to be so good. Oh, my oh, God. So it's good. still yeah. around, right? Yeah, but I mean, I, I haven't been to a Quiznos since high school. <laughs> but you when people go to the mall, it was like, ooh, Quiznos are Sabaro today. By the way. Yeah, but the whole sample tray thing that they're leaving out, whether you're, you know, at a Mall at, a, or at a mall, or if you're the at the grocery samples. store, or if you're at a Costco, it's like, hey, we don't, we don't need all that. Dude, they, I'm with you. What about, be... what about at a wedding, or if you have like past hors d'oeuvres or something? You're fine with that, though, it's right? It's more of a controlled uh, environment. Yeah, it's more of a controlled it's environment. It's limited people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. Javante used to do that as a job. He passed out free samples. Oh, what kind of samples? Uh, anything that was at their grocery store. It was kind of weird because they would do like off-brand Doritos and be like, oh, can you go out there and do these off-brand Doritos? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, sure. You already know what these taste like. You know what's yeah, amazing? He liked that job better than this one, which is very, he, the off-brand Dorito job. Okay, wow. I have a follow-up. So, Javante, did they tell you what the samples were going to be or did you get to choose what the samples well, would question. be? Good question, yeah. They told us. You would oh. come into work and you would have a sheet you would have to read and then it would be like, oh, you're doing the... Off-brand tortilla chips. Are you doing M&Ms or whatever? Oh, Whoa. man. That's a bummer because how fun would it be if you got to pick what the samples would be? Like, what do I want to snack on today? Can I open this bag and give it out, give some out to people? Now, Javante is known to take home the free food. <laughs> When you, worked yes. at the, uh, when you worked at the supermarket, did you eat a lot of the free samples yourself? I plead the fliff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, now we know where he so got Javante, it from. So, were people happy to see you with the off-brand Doritos, or did they have a look that Alvin Kamara had when he was looking at Jameis Winston on Sunday? Uh, depends on who it was. Depends on the crowd. Okay. Like, <laughs> let, like, let's be honest. Carlin is going in for the off-brand Doritos. Oh, yeah, for sure. No Why question about it. Why you gotta do that, Pat? No, well, he talked about it. That. No, like, he, he talked he, about yeah, it. He goes yeah. in three times for the sample at yeah, Costco, no, right? Yeah, Wasn't yeah, it three? There's, there's no, yeah. He doesn't think that, he doesn't believe in limits when it goes to getting the samples. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's right. <laughs> it's free. What do you say? Free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. If, if it's free, it's me. No, I, mean, I feel like there has to be a governor though. There it's has like to baseball. be a certain level There's of decorum. Rules. Yeah, exactly. It's like unwritten. Even rules. though you technically can, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, one good, two max. Let me tell you something. The amount of times I would go to the mall and they'd have the free samples, and I'd walk around enough where I think I'm getting a workout, and then yeah. I'm getting lo- free lunch out of it. But you're not doing that anymore, though, right? No, because there's not a mall that close to me. Otherwise, I would. Oh, my God. Oh my <laughs> God. By one, the way, they, they saw you come, and they're like, oh, here he is again. Yeah, that, guy, oh, that, guy. that guy. Oh, God. Ain't an exception guy. Next, Pat. Parents who have no control over their kids in public. No, like, no don't do this. Yo, yes, I'm yes, it. Pat, do I it. Not be do stressed. it, Pat. I should not be stressed about what's happening with your kid. Learn how to control your child. Learn how to be, an, be a parent. Oh, boy. I'm not touching this I'm one. With, I'm with Pat on this it's one. Ridiculous. I am with Pat on this one. Control Why is your, kid your kids, man. Half naked at the grocery exactly. store. Figure it out. I, I'm with you on that one. Pulling stuff off the shelves, making a mess, making noise. I'm with Pat on this one a thousand percent. If you didn't want to discipline your kids where they could be more well mannered in public, then you shouldn't have had kids. Don't do that. I don't put don't put me in a situation where I'm made to feel uncomfortable and I can't enjoy my experience in my space because your kid don't got no act right. That that is a you problem that's turning into a me problem, and that's going to make me have a problem with the parents. Okay, 99.9% of the time, I'm all about good karma. Right now, I'm point one. Bad karma. You, Pat, Smalls is out of this. Mm-hmm. You guys, none of you have kids. Nope. 
That is what you That's just why did. I'm out. What you just did is me saying I can't stand when defensive linemen do X, Y, and Z. If I were in there, I would have done that. Well, guess what? I will never be in there. I will never. I will be able to buy a ticket or get a press pass to an NFL game. I will never be a defensive lineman. When you have kids, mm-hmm. God willing, if you and your wife want to go down that path, that's your business, okay. not mine. Yeah. Let's just play that out for a mm-hmm. second. Happy, healthy, awesome. I can't wait till your kids destroy a supermarket in New York City. Let me City. tell you what will never happen. You know what? Let me tell you what will never happen. He's going to give him one look. Let me tell you what will never happen. Let me tell you. I'll be, I'll be in jail for my kids act like that in public. My dad still gives me a look and I stay up Exactly. Exactly, Smalls. Exactly. Sorry, sir. I remember I wouldn't dream of touching anything if I went into a store or mall without permission from my parents. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm the only person on this show to have kids, right? Any of our team back in Bristol, right? Again, be careful what you're saying because until you do it, you don't know how it's done. And trust me, I'm, I'm not saying I'm I, know, doing I'm it not, and I don't know how it's done. I'm not saying I know how it's done. What I'm saying is, if I am going to have kids, my kids are going to know how to behave when we are out in public. When the kids are yelling at their parents and they're acting a fool, that that's unacceptable. I'm not pa- saying it's acceptable. Pat ain't wrong. It's not acceptable. It's also Pat. not controllable. I'm with you, Pat. I'm with you. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.